Hey guys, welcome back for another week of Roll Film. This week we decided to do the movie You People. It is on Netflix and it is an original uh, written by Jonah Hill, of course, starring David Duchovny, Jonah Hill, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Eddie Murphy, and Laura London. Oh my gosh, there's chock full of people in this movie and I absolutely loved all of the cameos. I do want to say it wasn't just Jonah Hill who wrote it. It was also the director, Kenya Barris, as well. Kenya Barris, right. Yeah. John, what did uh, you think of this movie? I really liked it. I laughed a lot. There was I love awkward conversations, and this movie just brings out the awkward. It's like if some of the most awkward scenes of The Office were stretched over, what is it, like a two-hour runtime? Uh, yeah, it's just under two hours. Yeah, it was. it was awesome. I laughed a lot. I was happy while I watched it, and I think the characters were very, very well written. Jason, what about you? I was excited to see it just off of the the cast alone, but if I'm going to be honest with you, I was expecting a different film than what I got. I didn't. I not, not. That's not to say that I didn't enjoy it, but it wasn't. I didn't go into it expecting it to be a Jonah Hill movie and not an Eddie Murphy movie. Like I expected it to be an Eddie Murphy movie with Jonah Hill in it. Mm. If that makes sense in this role, I don't feel like Eddie Murphy made such a big impact that he couldn't have been replaced by another actor. It wasn't, I didn't get that. This is an Eddie Murphy movie experience out of it. Him being in a rated R comedy again. Like I was hoping to get more of like Eddie Murphy comedy. And I feel like I got a lot of Jonah Hill comedy and that was fine. I mean, obviously he wrote the movie and it's it's phenomenal. It's hilarious. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. By no means am I saying it's bad. I just feel like my expectations of the movie versus what I got out of it were different, if that makes any sense. Sure. I mean, I feel like Eddie Murphy's kind of evolved from what you would call the quintessential Eddie Murphy type movie. He's not that like Axel Foy, like, uh, 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 I can't do the laugh. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. But you know what I mean? And, I mean, Eddie Murphy is a phenomenal actor, and to see him go into, like, the awkward style of comedy was awesome, because I just felt like he was still a master of his craft in that regard, and he was so good at leading scenes. Yes, I know Jonah Hill wrote this stuff for him. I have to believe some improv and some just, you know, shooting the shit just went down, and they're like, all right, let's just try this out, because... Eddie Murphy just seemed so in control of the scenes he was in. So I get what you mean, but I guess, and Jonah Hill's kind of evolved too. He's not really, you know, he's not like the super bad Jonah Hill anymore. He's still funny, but he definitely wants to keep a piece of like seriousness involved in it as well. Before we go too far into that though, Greg, why don't you give us a little more info about you people? Yeah. You know, you people follows Jonah Hill and Laura London follows them, a new couple, and their families who find themselves examining modern love and family dynamics amidst clashing cultures and generational differences. I thought that that really served it very well. I mean, it's two young kids falling in love, and the only thing they have to, you know, kind of adhere is the acceptance of both families, you know, and I think that that is the whole basis of the movie, and I got that immediately when I saw the trailer for it. Um, you know, I liked the movie. I really did. It went on for about 20 minutes too long, I thought. And to the point that you were trying to make, John, also with the improv points, and that's very 
obvious with how elongated some of these scenes are and you can tell the way that they cut it that there was a lot of like candy bag alts or just like they did the best one and that's the one that made it on the screen right that being said they did way too much i thought of the awkwardness like it became like annoying at a certain point and it took way too long for jonah hill to finally stand up to eddie murphy and the same with Laura, Lauren London standing up to Julia Louise. Like, that's what I mean, but it was like 20 minutes too long. If it was a little bit shorter than that, it would have been way more better and it wouldn't have been like just dragging along, I thought. I agree with you with, with you saying that it took too long for them to stand up for themselves. I kind of also feel like in some degree, they probably should have stood up for one another and they didn't ever. And I don't understand that. 100%. I, there was like quite a few times where like I feel like he should have pulled like well he and he kind of does to some extent with his mom like when they first meet she, he pulls her aside and is like mom what the fuck are you doing you know what I mean most of this is primarily because the story focuses on jo Jonah Hill's character's point of view most of the time like we don't get a whole lot of scenes where it's I mean there are some scenes where it's her and like where it's his girlfriend and his mom but we don't see like a whole lot of Eddie Murphy and his daughter interacting as like just the two of them. There could have been, I guess, an interaction that happens off screen or whatever, but like, I feel like there should have been at least something more on both of their parts to stick up for each other in the relationship. When you let so many people outside of your relationship in your relationship, it falls apart. And I feel like it shows that like, that's really what happened. And I mean, obviously those are just like your parents, your loved ones, whatever, but like them not saying anything was kind of like shitty in my opinion. And that's what I mean too. Like if they would have just made it a point, this movie wouldn't have drug as much as it did. And I completely agree with you if, if that didn't come through about them not standing up for each other. There was things about the movie that they they planted seeds and like none of it ever came to fruition the grandmother Rhea Perlman who has maybe one line in this whole movie at the beginning if she were to say or there was an interaction with them saying like oh this ring is so beautiful like you you saved it from the holocaust like that was never brought up and if you would have done that, that would have sped up so much more awkwardness and tension and, and all this other stuff that the movie wouldn't have had to have been as long as it was, right? I do appreciate, um, considering the last video that we recorded, they didn't abandon the podcast storyline, unlike they did in Bros. So the podcast storyline stuck from the very beginning all the way to the end of fruition. So I appreciate that as well. John, we haven't heard from you in a while. Let's, let's uh, bounce it on over to you. Yeah, I thought about the podcast thing, too. When I watched, I was like, oh, wow, they're actually sticking with this thing. Yeah, it's like and a part of the show. Nice. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> part of the show. And obviously, podcasting is a career. So people who are listening, uh, please help us make this our career. Just start paying us money. Find us and pay us. That'd be great. Yeah, just give it a run, in, run into us. Make, yes. a, make a point to run into Find us. Find me. I'm usually at most fast food restaurants multiple times a day. And just throw the money at yeah. us. Don't even say anything. I'll know. No, you can ball it we'll up know. and throw we it. Will yeah. Know. Yeah. But yeah, I think the point about them not standing up for the other person to their parents is actually more realistic than you might think. I've been married 13 years and I never stick up for my wife for anything. No, I'm just kidding. But my real point, <laughs> I would never. 
Uh, but no, like, I do Ooh. think there is. It is so awkward. Like I said, I've been married 13 years. Love my in-laws. But there is like a weird like boundary. Like, do I say something when they're, you know, hurting my feelings? It's really hard to hurt my feelings. And I think my wife has expressed to me the same thing. And that's kind of just you don't, especially at the, that stage of engagement, you don't really know what you're allowed to say to your future in-laws. I'm not meaning the, the what you're saying to the in-laws. I mean that like Jonah Hill should have talked to his mom and vice versa. So like you, yeah. if you notice that your mom is stepping out of line, you're not going to talk. You you're going to talk to your mom. Like that's how I'm what I'm what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I mean like I, those I, I types get with of that. situations. I get with that, but I also think they did a decent job of describing why they didn't do that. At least with Amira, her family, like. She was like, you don't know what my dad's been through. And that is a struggle. And I think that was a big part of the movie's message is that when these two star-crossed lovers, if you will, you know, come together, love, is it strong enough to break through these barriers? Is it strong enough to supersede all the experiences of, I also just watched Black Panther, so lack of a better term, ancestors, what they went through and what you're trying to create now is that really what the family needs. And I think that's big for a lot of people. I think it's kind of going away. You know, when you're young and dumb, you're just like, I'm just going to marry for love. And that's good. I'm not saying like you shouldn't love the person you marry. But yeah, but really what's love got to do with it? <laughs> yeah. Also. Yeah. <laughs> Tina, if you're listening, Tina Turner, talk I would leave my family for you. That's You're a private dancer, dancer for money. <laughs> Again, money. It comes all comes back to the money. I don't know if I'd say it's unrealistic. Obviously, Jonah Hill's character is kind of a pushover anyway. And I could see him not standing up to his parents and just being like, oh, you just got to deal with it or whatever. I mean, like you said, Jason, there is definitely in the beginning when he brings her the first time, he's like, mom. And his sister is great, too. You don't get enough of her. And as far as Amira goes, I think she just really respects and loves her dad so she just views it more as a misunderstanding and they're just going to get to know each other and that's true of a lot of people a lot that's of people fair. say well it's awkward now but as long as they just keep hanging out and you know we force this relationship they'll work it out and in some ways they did i can see why you thought that was weird because it's easy for us to be like oh i would have said something but i don't know this is a side note. Like, I don't know why, but like Duchovny's fucking thing. And this just keeps popping into my head. Like, oh, he's his, great. His whole little thing with exhibit that he just kept saying. <laughs> that was so, I can see you driving down exhibit highway right now. I'm just going to make you stop before we get there. Yes. Oh my God. Duchovny was great. Unsung, you know, underrated part of the movie because he doesn't get enough time to shine. I don't know <laughs> if I would say the movie's too long. I know it is longer for a uh, rom-com. I enjoyed the whole ride and... I think as far as like dramatic tension, the fact that it builds and builds and builds and really, spoiler alert, comes to fruition at the rehearsal dinner was awesome. Was good drama. So those are my thoughts. It fits in the rom-com fit. I mean, we are doing romance this month. It is February for crying out loud. So it, it definitely fits for sure. And there's a wedding. It's all about getting married. What the hell isn't romantic about that? Shit. Well... You're playing a wedding right now. Does it feel really romantic? I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
kill me somebody kill me <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of remember planning the wedding and really hating it and that does amp up a lot of stress levels as well so yeah i get it no i'm just kidding I, it's a really good time it's super easy we're floating through this okay wedding yeah, planning kidding. <laughs> she's she's right behind me isn't she <laughs> <laughs> Blink if you are in danger, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're blinking or what. You look like French Stewart. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many times would you would you watch this movie again, John and, and Jason? I definitely would. I definitely love awkward. I mean, I watched The Office religiously, you know? Same. And in a lot of ways, this felt like a long episode of The Office. I'm gonna be honest, it takes a lot for me to commit to another like for for two hours of something, but I would a hundred percent watch clips of this. Like I find clips of this really funny, but I don't. You're just I have, part I have of just the TikTok a, generation, dude. No, just give I me just, six seconds and leave me alone. Yeah, that's all I that's need. Fine. Six seconds <laughs> and leave me alone. Yeah, but I'm just being honest. Like I, it takes a lot for me to re really want to rewatch a movie if it's not something that I'm like, man, I want to see that again. It takes a lot, and unless it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Yeah, unless it's a Christmas movie, and well, that Christmas happens every year, so right, and that's and there's a reason for me to rewatch it because it's like an and it's an annual fucking thing, you know. It's like a hey, but this so is, is February Valentine's Day, so you should watch. Yeah, but well. this isn't really a fucking. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a Valentine's Day movie. It's just a, a rom com. You know what I mean? How dare you belittle this movie like that? I'm not belittling <laughs> the movie. You I'm saying it. bastard. Valentine's Day movie. It is a rom-com. Let it be known, Jason hates love. I oh, I fucking I fucking love love, bitch. Jason love hater Quinn over here. <laughs> Greg, how about you? I, you gonna watch this one again? Um, I might like it, especially if it comes. I don't know. I'm try bored or whatever. I'll put something on in the background. It just. I think, like I was saying, it's a little too long. It's just they could have cut five minutes out of certain parts, and that would have been, like, 20 minutes shorter, right? Or, like, cutting a bit a little bit shorter. I don't know. I did enjoy the movie. I hate to sound like I hated it. but I mean, of course, it doesn't reflect my rating later on. But, I, <laughs> but I, yeah, I guess long story short, yeah, I would totally rewatch this again. Jason, you know, what was your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene in this movie was the car ride situation where it's them going over the Kanye West and Jay-Z song. Uh, what was that song, anyway? <laughs> I loved that part so much. It was just... Uh, I don't know. What's it... I, uh... <laughs> it was just so, so fucking beautifully acted on both of their behalves. I could probably watch every take that they did of that and enjoy it. Like, it, it, was, it was just so fucking funny. They nailed it. Yeah, and anybody that hasn't seen the bloopers to this show or this movie, they're fucking hilarious. I think Netflix posted it on their Facebook the they other did. day. It's it's a good time. Oh yeah, John, what about you, buddy? It was between that scene and the dinner scene where both families are meeting together. I it just was oh, you could cut the awkwardness with a knife. It was so fun, and Jonah and, <laughs> and Amira are just like trying to to do anything to smooth things over, but it just keeps escalating. It's bad. And Julia Louis dreyfus just nails her parts so well. 
crush, crushes. Oh my god! And I, I, I remember Lauren being like looking over at me. Lauren's my wife, everybody, for the record, and seeing spoiler me. Just, alert. That, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! That's my wife. <laughs> spoiled her life, but. <laughs> oh, my dad always told me you're gonna make a really great girl upset one day. <laughs> um, it seemed so beautiful. It was so well constructed. I mean, you had the little another exhibit joke in there. It's just ah, uh, I love it. Those 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 are when you see those actors who you've kind of grown up with in a lot of ways, and they're still crushing it, and probably even more so. You know, Julia Louis Dreyfus was on arguably the best sitcom of all time, probably the best one in the 90s, in my opinion. And then Eddie Murphy, who was just a superstar, and you see them out there, and they're still crushing it, and you see them together, and both SNL alums, by the way. Both SNL alums. Yeah, yeah, both both SNL alums. And it was like watching Beethoven play. You know? As a comedy nerd, I geeked out so much on that scene, and it was just... And, you know, Jonah Hill's no slouch himself. And, yeah, so I've talked about, obviously, the dinner scene. I think that's obvious that I picked that one. <laughs> and uh, what about you, Greg? Well, I don't know. That was a really good Jason answer, John. I loved that. Um... <laughs> I it, I mean, I talked about the scene. It was the same scene the whole time. No, I thought that was really cool. I, yeah, I agree. Julia and Eddie Murphy. I think everybody in the movie played their characters absolutely perfectly. I also agree. We didn't get enough of this sister. <laughs> she was pretty freaking hilarious i think my favorite scene is either when he's presenting his business partner the ring and they're talking about the ring and how shitty it is and like oh i'll just say it's my grandmother's ring from the holocaust oh you got to do that nobody can trump the holocaust like that whole bit <laughs> yeah. is hilarious and then dude mike epps i fucking hands always for so that wasn't expecting guy. that was dude, not expecting that. he so did good. so well He's so good, and he has that one fucking line, like, in both parts when they first meet him and whatever. Like, dude, he was great. He stole that whole scene with him and Eddie Murphy driving around. Like, that was great. Yeah, and it's just great to see, like, the loser, quote-unquote, uncle become kind of the heart of gold and the person voice of reason towards the end, and I thought they did that really, really well. Yeah, Yeah. good point, Greg. Mike Epps crushed that, too. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's always good though. Mike Epps He'll never beat good. Baby Powder from How High though. That's the best <laughs> fucking character he's ever been. He just slaps them. Oh my god. I'm sorry. That's not the movie we're talking about today. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, I guess we'll go back around the horn again. Jason, what would you rate this movie? I'd probably give it a seven. I, I'm not gonna say it changed my life or anything, but it was super funny. I, I like I said, I probably wouldn't go back to it per se but I would definitely watch clips and I definitely recommend at least their first watch to anybody. Johnny boy. Yeah, I definitely loved it. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of the new year. It's a classic comedy. It's not an action comedy. It's not a dramedy that we're getting fed all the time. It is a classic comedy, rom-com even. So I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. I loved it. I, I really, really loved it. And I think it, speaks a lot to our culture and that's what his podcast is about culture that was a great scene as well when he's trying to explain his podcast but it is it is it's it's a good movie with a great message and i don't know i feel like they accomplished a lot and the best part about it is just listen and enjoy it and maybe think about what they're saying 
You know, God damn it, John. You you make a point there. I can't. I yeah, can't I'm really good at this. I can't make it a. I can't fucking. Yeah, I'm really good at this. Fuck off. Yeah. I I I I don't think it. You're right. It doesn't deserve a seven. I think it does. It deserves. It deserves at least a fucking nine. Because if I'm gonna be true, wow. And if I'm gonna be true and 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 give it a score based on how well the movie accomplished the goal it set out to do. And that's what I try to rate based on. That's what I've always said. You got to talk about that rating sometime. Like maybe not even review a movie. Just talk about why we rate movies. But go on. I just want you to know I'm judging you. Go ahead. I think it set out to do. I think what it set out to do, it did a fucking phenomenal job of. Um, Might have been able to do it a little bit tighter. And for that reason, I'll say a nine. Look at that. Tighter. I'm a fucking movie lawyer over here. It was a solid argument. Thank you. I know I didn't convince Greg of shit, though. <laughs> no. No, you did not. I will, however, I'll give it a little bit better rating. My initial rating was a 6 out of 10, but I will bump that up to Jason's one that he abandoned. So it's, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Yeah, so, you know, I, like I said, it was a good movie. I loved it. I really did. Basically, I just thought it went too long, and they missed a golden opportunity with the whole grandmother's holocaust ring joke bit and they didn't do anything about it but yeah otherwise it was pretty good they did do a little bit of something with it yeah he t- he brought it up later he brought he it up later it up he when her. they're talking in bed and yeah. she makes a joke about it right but they make a joke about it but not about the legitimacy of it because in the way, the way that i inferred that entire joking thing is that they're just joking about the existence of that fake truth now, you could have set that up like when Rhea Perlman meets her like and talks about the ring and she's like, I didn't have a Holocaust ring like that would have been fucking <laughs> uh, hilarious. Saying that it could I agree. And maybe they filmed that and <clears throat> they just knew the movie was too long for Greg. So they had to cut that they scene. Cut that scene cut left- it out. <laughs> fucking full house reference. <laughs> wow. I really liked it. I think, gosh, this has been a good month for movies. Well, that's going to do it here for Real Film on our Love Month podcast. We've got more of these. So if you're lonely and you're heartbroken, don't worry. We'll make you feel better. And we will see you next time. Thanks so much for spending another lovely time with us here. And may your romances be real and your hearts be unbroken. Thank you so much. We'll see you at the movies. We need a real catchphrase sometime. But anyway, bye.